to the far-left progressives within the Democratic Party who live on their own liberal fantasy island. The American people are tired of women. Oh, shit! What a fucking Weasley little liar, dude. Holy shit, dude. I'm gonna come. You don't love the spirit of justice. You love your father, the devil. It comes down to what Donald Trump doesn't get. America is great because America is good. <laughs> All right, we're live from a service that hopefully won't cut us off. So, we've taken a little break. Both went on vacation. How Hell was yeah. uh how was Miami? That shit was awesome. Yeah. What job? Um so first day we we landed, we um get to our Airbnb. So I felt I felt weird saying this Airbnb because this guy like basically owned this like entire block. I just had like multiple Airbnb like like he's Cuban, so like typical like Catholics like fucking uh like Gusana. Buys but, up all the property on a block. No, but he, not just that one, but other ones too. Like he had multiple in this area, which is like the Cuban like Latino area called La Havana. So we stayed there. Oh that's dope. So first, yeah, I've heard about that. It was nice as fuck. So um, we didn't stay in a, like a house with other people, but in our house, we were, uh, there were like three rooms, but we weren't connected in any way. The only way we'd see other people is like if we walked outside. So we were like in a, like a back house, back room. But it was pretty space. It was pretty nice. So we stayed there. We, um, let me put the camera close enough. Yeah, so we stayed there and um, we went to go eat at this uh, like Cuban restaurant, uh, Versailles. Um, it's pretty good. The food I had a uh, like oxtails, white rice, like these like fried Damn. sweet potatoes, but they weren't like regular sweet potatoes. It was like I guess like Cuban sweet potatoes, like the whole like potato, and it wasn't like orange looking or anything. But it was good. It's cool, yeah. And um, and it, no, they didn't they didn't card my they didn't card uh, my girl at any restaurants, so I made sure to tip them well. <laughs> um, so I what did I have? I had like a like a strawberry daiquiri or something. Um, and my girl had a, I think, um, I think like a margarita. I forgot what flavor, but, um, yeah, the food was pretty good. It tastes like my, like my great grandma's food, RP. I was like, it's just good. That was my first time trying, uh, like actual oxtail. So it was like authentic food. Cuban food? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And nice. I think they had a mix in from like other cultures, like Asian food, and like Latino food, but it, it was a lot. It was, it Cuban food's really good. I've had I've had a few different Cuban restaurants, but my favorite Cuban dish is ropa vieja. It's so good. I think that was on there. Old, I'll, I'll be honest, a lot clothes. of the a, a lot of the like food didn't look with too too appetizing to me, but um, that place was pretty good. I did have a Cuban tamal, they just because they just do one. Mm-hmm. They call it tamal instead of tamale. It wasn't that good. It was like I like stuffing. It didn't have real meat. I was like, oh damn. Just a but, singular tamal. Yeah, I forgot my. Uh, I think I think Val got like some. Um, I think it was like Creole sauce shrimp or something. 
and she had like the uh, fried sweet corn things and shit with it. But at the restaurant, we went to the beach, and um, it was hard. We had so much to do, so it's hard to make it to the beach when the sun was up. Mm-hmm. Um, but we went at night. It was cool, like because the moon like lit it up, and I'd only ever really been to, like the Galveston. I think <laughs> I don't think I've been in any other beach. Yeah, it's a little so, different, like, right? Yeah, the shit was awesome. The sand was really fine, so it was like you sunk into it and shit. Yeah, um, it was very loose. Um, but it was nice. The water was warm. It was a vibe. So we did that. Drank a little bit and like listened to music and shit. And then we um headed back. Then we went to sleep. Then the next day, um, we got up and ate at this place called Cafe Bastille, like this French place. Um, my girl, Val got like um. They like stack their breakfast or whatever. So like she got uh, pancakes, like eggs and um bacon. So like in between each pancake, they stack the like egg and bacon. Oh, that's so she liked it. It's it like a good. little little McGriddle, pretty much. Yeah, basically. And then I had got I, I didn't really want breakfast food, uh. So I had got like a like a cheddar like uh bacon burger or whatever, and uh fries. And we ordered some churros. We had mimosas and shit. It was nice. good. Nice. Uh, That's vibes. Yeah, yeah. And then after that, this is the coolest part. So after that, we uh we go walk Kaiocha, which is the which is Eighth Street, which is a little like main um, little Havana Cuban street, and it's like active as fuck. So like, um, we take some pictures at this one part, but there's this little like domino part where all these people, old people, are, like playing like dominoes against each other and shit, like really intensively, and then. We, did, we didn't even walk that much, but we saw so much. We just walked, like, this one block. So we went in this um, this one, like, cigar shop, and um, the lady, she I think she said something to us, but it was in Spanish. So, like, I don't speak Spanish, so my girl, like, responded to her. And she's like, oh, and then she started speaking in English because she, um, she's like, oh, you look Cuban. And then she was, like, telling my girl, like, you look like you're from Miami, and I'm from Cuba or whatever. So that was funny. But they were cool. Um, I didn't buy anything from there because I went to this other one. They just had, uh, like, cheaper cigars. And, like, more famous, because there was a tour out of here. He was like, if this cigar is good enough for George Bush and Arnold Schwarzenegger, it's good enough for you. It's like, I don't give a fuck about those people at all. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't with them, but he was just so obnoxious. I was like, oh, my God. But, yeah, I bought that. And then we bought some, like, gifts and shit. Uh, I mean, um, like, some souvenirs and stuff. Bro, cool. I went to the souvenir shop, and they had, a, like, a, um, a Let's Go Brandon shirt. And uh, I was like, yo, do y'all have any more of these in stock? And like, no, they sell out. Fuck. That's how many fucking Republicans there are. Like, yeah, there's there. a lot. I was like, in fuck. Florida, like, especially. <laughs> I think it's the biggest red city. I'm mean, like the only red city. Only like major red city or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, fuck. It was a pretty dope shirt, but um, couldn't. Um, couldn't All those it. Cubans, bro. All the Cubans in Miami. That's literally what decided Florida in 2020. Yeah, I mean, not just Cuban, it's, like, conservative, like, Venezuelans and Colombians and shit, too. Yeah. But, yeah, I, de- I definitely got that vibe. Oh, we went to one shirt shop. This I could tell this guy was, like, straight Republican. <laughs> he was, like, two shirts, 10% off. And I was, like, I was going to get a shirt, but then uh, I forgot what the term is uh, for the shirt, but it was, like, a like a like Cuban, like, button, button-down shirt. And that's how I was pretty much dressed, so that's also why I thought it was Cuban. And I was like, okay, I'm going to get these two. And I look at the price. This shit was $89. I was like, what the fuck? So we just got out of there. For one shirt? 
For one, yeah. Oh Jesus, no, that's that's, that's like, too much. Yeah, I was like Jesus Christ, almost a pair of shoes. But anyway, we got yeah. out of there, and then we um we lifted to Dolphin Mall. We did some shopping there. Um, I actually found a lot of I actually found like bought a lot of cool shit. One this hat. This is really yeah. nice. But I got this at um some place that's on the beach. Um, but yeah, so we went to the mall, and then me and my girl went to um Cheesecake Factory. She had never been there. But, uh, have you been there? Did you get Factory? I haven't, been to, I haven't been to Miami at all, so. No, 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 no. But Cheesecake Factory here in Houston. Oh, the Cheesecake Factory. Yeah, I've been there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we went there, because she had never been. I don't think the entrees are that good, to be honest. But the Cheesecake, obviously, looks back. Yeah, it's, it like, the, it depends on what you get, because they have really, really good hamburgers. And oh, Cheesecake, do? obviously, like, their Cheesecake's really good, but everything else is kind of mid. So. Yeah, I mean it was okay, but it wasn't like great like the other places. Yeah. I got like me and her both got like fried Korean chicken that had some like, sauce on it. Yeah. Um, and it, but we did have some fried macaroni appetizer. That shit was good. And the interior like, design lot. of the Cheesecake Factory is really cool. Like, yeah, it looks dope. It's nice. And then I had like a we both had like a Long Island iced tea. <laughs> um, that shit was way stronger than fucking Chucho's. Jesus Christ. Yeah, Chucho knows how some to make some it. Some of them, I drink like one drink. I was like, I'm already like tipsy. I was like, I was going to kill me. It's funny. But yeah, we dipped from there. And then we went to the, we didn't make it in time for the sun at the beach, but we went there. Then we headed back. We watched some like scary movie called The Last Shift. It mm-hmm. wasn't that scary to me. I just kept like, you know how I am. I'm like, I'm always trying to like make, I was just making fun of shit the entire time. Yeah. Also, because I don't really like seeing movies. But yeah, we did that. Then we woke up and um, we we were gonna get McDonald's just to get something quick because today we we're going to every that day we we're going to every place. It's Friday, and um, we tried to order like McDonald's for like pickup, to, like order on the app and then go because it's like literally like a two minute walk from our place, like down the same sidewalk. Mm-hmm. And like it wouldn't let us order for some reason. So like, fuck, uh, because we like like get up and go like actually order it. So we get there and they have touchscreen ones, so it's pretty cool. And we like get there and it's like they like don't sell breakfast at all. Just like not at all. It's like <laughs> I and she was like she was like, Oh, maybe it's just too late. But it was like we got there at like ten AM, like ten thirty. They're supposed to have twenty four hour breakfast. Yeah, I know. And so that's why I looked on the menu, I was like, it's not on the menu at all. So like they don't sell it at all. So I'm like, I don't know, I guess Cubans in Miami don't eat fucking breakfast. Uh, yeah, they they just eat their own breakfast, I guess. They don't they're too good for McDonald's. Maybe they wake up so fucking late. <laughs> yeah, they Yeah. But yeah, so last day we got ready for Everglades. Um We went there, it's pretty cool. Nice. Uh, I hate how they like they like I I'm not against tipping people, but like there's like tips are a part of these people's salaries, make sure to tip them. It's like Okay, why don't you just pay them that then? Yeah. Why are you making them rely on like shitty tours and shit? What the fuck? Mm-hmm. So we did that. Um, it was pretty cool. The guy would go like fast and shit. We didn't see any croc like alligators, but we saw like birds and all that shit. And um, like iguanas that were non-native, so they came from like a hurricane store or whatever. Yeah. Um, fuck. What else we do? So we did that. We dipped. Um. Uh, oh, we went back to our place, got ready. Then we went to the beach. So we finally got there when like the sun was up. It was really nice. I like I like the beach there. Yeah. I like I like Florida weather much more than um Texas. 
I'd move there if it wasn't like a fascist state, but yeah. Yeah, if Ron DeSantis wasn't the governor. Yeah, if it was just like a state like California, I'd definitely move there. I, I fell in love with Miami school. But yeah, we did the beach and then um, then we um, kind of walked uh, like Ocean, I think it's called Ocean Avenue or Ocean Drive or some bullshit. The, the street before the beach, that's where like all the clubs and shit are. Um, there's this one, there's this one restaurant where they just have like ladies in bikinis. It, it, wasn't, it wasn't happening that night, but it was one night we passed by on a lift. They're just like dancing like really awkwardly. That's funny. It's so dumb. <laughs> yeah, but we went into like this last uh, tourist place and like got a bunch of like shit. That's where I got like the hat. Um, fuck. Uh, I got some like other shirts and stuff. I got a really nice one. Um, like a button. It's like a uh, light blue and then it has like the pink flamingos. It's really nice. That's nice. Um, and then after that, we ate at this place called CJ's Crab Shack. I was kind of <laughs> turned off by it at first because they um they put us at a table and there's like a fucking uh there's like a roach eating a bone, like on my girl's side, <laughs> and it like freaked the fuck out. And I was like, oh, I guess we'll see here. So she moved us to this other um this other spot, um, and uh, the food was pretty good. So they didn't they didn't cart us to any restaurants and um. So we both got like daiquiris and uh, like crab and shit. And ate there. We was we were there for a quick for a minute. I I did get That's like nice. pretty tipsy there. Um, and then uh, yeah. Oh oh fuck! I forgot there were like these white girls there. It, and when we got there, it's like nine, mind you. Um, like nine nine thirty. Mm-hmm. This oh white girl's like so drunk. She like uh, I, I guess it's her birthday. They're all like wearing pink and shit, like matching. So it's a girls trip. She fucking tries to sit down, completely collapses all over the bar and shit. <laughs> but the people were chill because the guy helped her up and he's like, we'll have a glass of water for her when she gets back. Yeah, Florida people are used to that stuff, I think. They just, they're just they just like, oh, yeah. No, most definitely. That's my <laughs> fifth no, one this week. Yeah. No, that, that place was pretty cool, though. Um, shit, but yeah. And then, then we did that. That was pretty much the trip. That's cool. That's cool. So what did you do on your I went trip? on a cruise. On cruise. Yeah, I went to I went to Mexico. We both did narco shit. Like I, I went to Mexico, you went to Miami. Um, <laughs> <laughs> my cruise was actually pretty cool. The um the first day though, like when we were leaving. What's up? Sorry. I said we, we were both doing runs for the cartel. We getting that seven to ten K run. Yeah. <laughs> we were doing it by ocean, I was doing it by plane. <laughs> yeah. The first day of my cruise, though, like, before we even left, the ambulance got, like, somebody fucking called the ambulance to the cruise ship, because apparently somebody had a stroke. Like, while we were still in port, like, we were, like, we were looking at the clock, because we were supposed to leave at, like, 3, and it was 4.30, and we were like, why haven't we left yet? And then the captain made an announcement. He was like, yeah, we had to... The, the ambulance had to come get someone off the ship because there was a medical emergency, so we'll be leaving shortly. I'd be shortly. pissed if that was, was like, me. Like, with some diabetes like, shit type happened, and they had to take my ass off the cruise, I'd be pissed. Yeah, but the good like, thing y'all better is, put me on a boat back. The good thing is, though, there were a lot there were a lot of baddies on the cruise, so I spent that time just walking from around, admiring at people. I was like, wow, this is great. Oh, I'm going to scoop here for five days. But yeah, after that... We we just Would walked around the ship. We had unlimited food. 
Um, that was day one. Day two, we had our drink package kick in. So basically, we get unlimited drinks for free. And day two, you're just at sea. You're not really doing anything. So I was literally just sitting in the sun all day with like a waiter just bringing me more and more margaritas and stuff. It was crazy. Hell yeah. Oh, I forgot to say day one, like the first day I drank a little too much and I had like the worst headache I've ever had. So I went to bed early and my dad and my brother stayed up late walking around the ship and stuff. But day two. I so. want to do that shit. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun. We got the drink package. I got a lot of drinks day two. Got very sunburnt. Very, very oh, sunburnt. Always. I was in oh, the sun. Every, every like... white motherfucker in Miami was sunburnt to Chris. Yeah, especially I, the European one. I lost track. I lost track of the time when I was like sitting in the sun. And I must have been out there for two or three hours just baking. And then I went inside and my brother was like, dude, you are red. And I looked down and my skin was like cougar red. Like U of H red. And I was like, holy shit, man, I'm going to be hurting later. But yeah, there were there were a lot of cool like comedy clubs and piano bars. However, at one of the comedy clubs, the comedian was like he was like a men's rights activist type person. Like he was like one of those misogynistic, not to oh, say men's rights, all men's rights activists are all misogynistic, but he, he took it to the next ask, level. Was he like. He was like, he was like defending Ray Rice and Bill Cosby. And I was like, dude, this isn't funny. This is not funny. I was like, I I looked over to Sean and I was like, we got to leave, man. But at one of the shows, at one of the comedy shows, like we, it was just my brother and I, because my dad had gone to bed early because like he wasn't feeling well or whatever. Yeah. But, and then like there, there was like these group of MILFs that come into the show and they like, they sat down right next to us. And then one of them starts talking to me. And she has like this really thick southern accent. She was like, Hey, where are you from? And I was like, I'm from Houston. And oh, she was like, Oh, yeah. we're from Winnie. It's like a small town in East Texas. I don't know if you heard of it. And I was like, Yeah, I've heard of it. And then about halfway through the show, she puts her hand on my thigh. And I'm, I look over and she's like smiling at me. I'm like, What the fuck, lady? She was very Hell fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> we were both pretty fucked up. I was like, Oh my goodness, this is crazy. But yeah. yeah you should have went for there it, were a man. lot of. I've never been in like a situation where like every single girl in in one place was bad, but that's how the cruise was. And then our first stop, it was in. Did you smash anyone? Oh, my family. I'm not gonna do that. (laughs) Wow, you're better than man than me. Yeah, no. (laughs) (laughs) It was a fun time. Sugar, I'll take you back to my room. (laughs) It was it was a fun time though. It was a fun time, but yeah. And then our first stop was in uh, Costa Maya, I think is what it's called. But that's not the actual name of the town because, like, what cruise companies do is they, like, buy up a port and then they create, like, this fake town that's, like, an amusement park of sorts. And then they name it something. So they named this one Costa Maya. But the actual Wait, town... is this in Mexico? Yeah, it's in Mexico. The actual town is called Mahawal, Mexico. It's, like, a really small, like, really, really small town of, like, 2,000 people. So we get oh, off. Wow. The, I love how they buy stuff up in the yeah. you know, second it's world country. economic imperialism. But yeah, we Beautiful. get off the boat. We go into the actual town, and then we drive like an hour um, away from that area to a like Mayan ruins. It's called Chachaben Mayan ruins. Um, but it was really cool. Like our tour guide, he he was Chachaben like really, ruins. Yeah, really really knowledgeable about the Mayan culture and stuff. They had a really fucking awesome culture. Basically, these people like it's like it was like an anarchist's like wet dream for a culture. <laughs> like they just they did they did like 
basic activities like invented shit just on their own time took psychedelics mm. studied the stars except for the human sacrifices that's a little i would not advocate that <laughs> they lived in like these loosely loosely connected communities and stuff they were they lived in sustainable like housing pretty fucking awesome way to live i love i love learning about that stuff it sucks that we like that the spaniards came over and ruined them but they had oh, yeah, a really good thing Native really good thing going or the incas too they they fought with the incas too one of those one of those groups of people ruined them but yeah they had a really cool culture and stuff and i got a lot of good pictures of it but it's crazy it's crazy that like how similar ancient cultures are like the egyptians built pyramids the mayans built pyramids the aztecs built pyramids the incans they built the aliens built pyramids there's also this really cool fact that when the sun sets at the pyramid of giza it rises on one of the mayan ruins that we saw and i was like damn Mm -hmm. They really knew their shit about the stars and stuff. But that was the first day. Second day, we went to Cozumel, Mexico. It's a little bigger. Um, It's actually further north. So we actually went south and then went back north to Cozumel. And that day, we did like a Jeep tour um, to like a beach. It was pretty cool. But that this was a pretty fun day, too. Like we it was funny, though, because when we got to our Jeep, my dad flipped the key and every single warning light came on on the dashboard. (laughs) Bruh. it was like this car is about to break down <laughs> but and then yeah, and then like right before we left our tour guide for that came up to our jeep and he was like i'm so sorry but one of you has to go up to this other jeep and my brother and i were looking at each other and then i see like these two girls step out and i was like okay i'm going i'm going to this jeep so <laughs> i get into the jeep <laughs> and i see these two girls are with their dad and i'm like god damn it man but <laughs> <laughs> it was it was good though because that jeep had air conditioning and stuff but i'm just in the jeep telling my best jokes making everybody laugh um they were actually from miami funny enough but yeah it was oh, were they, uh, they no they were colombian so oh i knew it plus but yeah they were they were funny they were cool and then actually like a few minutes into like the trip, they, like the whole, like the whole convoy what's up I was like, do you like Trump? Do you like Donald Trump? (laughs) I could tell by how they were talking they didn't. And I was like, okay, y'all are based. Y'all are cool people. (laughs) They may not be based, but they were cool people. Do you like the Santas? (laughs) They were like, we actually like DeSantis and not Trump. I was like, oh, okay. No, All right. Well, I don't know, I don't know what I don't, their political leanings were. All I know is that they were fine. So that was a very, a very horizontal lead to the right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Donald man. Trump actually isn't far enough right for us. We like DeSantis more, but no. Um. All I know, all I know, I I was like these these girls are fine. I'm gonna ride with them. And then about 20 minutes in, the 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 group the group of jeeps that we were in stops again. The guy comes to our Jeep and he's like, you can go back now. And I was like, what? Wait, why'd you have to like switch? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So there was this couple that wanted to ride together. And apparently there wasn't room in any other Jeep except for like ours. So they made one like me or my brother go to another Jeep to make room for the two of them. And then like they somehow like 20 minutes in found room for them in another Jeep. So they just let them go there. And then I got to go back with my brother and dad. And then we go to this, we go to this, like, what's up? 
said, you should have stayed. You should have said, fuck that. Yeah, I was like, dang, I kind of wanted to stay now. <laughs> but no, they were... They yeah, were... I, I don't know. I don't know. Your luck is really good. You're always with, like, a lot of hot girls and stuff. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. Or women. I don't know. I don't know how I do it. I don't know how I do it. But... Like, even more than, like, Henry. You know, you try like, the hardest. <laughs> They, like, gravitate towards you. <laughs> I just attract hot people. I don't know what to say, man. I don't know what to say. Or no? What? Were you peacocking? Was I peacocking? Yeah, were you? Oh, yeah, I was telling all my best jokes. I was, like... Blah, no, blah, but, like, blah. but, like, physically, like, your outfits and shit. Oh, yeah. Did you see the Did you see the fits I posted on Instagram? Probably not. Yeah. Yeah, I was. I was. But... We get to this beach area. It's really cool. But the, the fucking roads are so fucking bumpy. Like, the roads in Mexico are fine, but once we went off-road in our Jeeps, it felt like the shit was going to fall apart. It was it was not fun. I'm like, you know how and I said... Need to get on that beach. You know how I said, like, all the, um, all the dashboard lights came on and stuff? Yeah. Funny enough, like, the girl's Jeep that I was in... Their, their Jeep actually ended up breaking down, and theirs, theirs was fine. Like, they had no lights, their air conditioning was running, but ours ours had nothing. Like, we didn't even have air conditioning, but somehow theirs broke down. And That's then we easy. got to the beach, we went snorkeling, we ate ceviche, which is really fucking good if you've ever had that. It's like, it's like, a, it's kind of like sushi, how they prepare it. Like, they cook it in lime, lime juice, I think, and it, like, purifies it, but it's really good if you ever get the chance to have it. But yeah, that was a fun time. Then our, we came back from that last day at sea. I got very drunk, very, very drunk, and went to the comedy clubs again and went to a lot of shows on board. They have a lot of shows. They had this piano bar, too, where you could like request songs and they would play them on a piano. It was just a good time. Oh, and my brother and I almost did karaoke. Like there, we we tried to do karaoke, but they ran out of time, and we were like the next ones to go. We were gonna sing "Thinking About You" by Frank Ocean, but they Bro, ran out of time. The boys need to do karaoke. What song should we all four sing? I think um, we should do a One Direction song since there's like four of us. That'd be cool. Do all four of those motherfuckers sing? Yeah, I thought I think it was just so. like Harry and Liam. I don't know. I have no idea. What's a what's a band where they all sing? Oh what? You just do Brockhampton. <laughs> oh yeah, Brockhampton would be cool. I don't know how we could sing one though. But... I don't know when that'd be cool for karaoke. I don't know. Maybe it's song queer. Maybe. That's the only one I can think of. I think Bleach would be cool. I'll do I'll do all the parts where we say the N word, but that's like <laughs> the whole three guys. We just all stop and you just say the N word. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do it. I do it for you. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's where oh. that's where we've been the past couple weeks. Why we haven't put any episodes out? So yeah, also yeah. busy with work and shit. Yeah, and work too. Fuck work. Fuck work. Well, I'm done with it for now. But um, that's I good. might do um, if it, if it works out, I might do um part time for um the company. Yeah. So like, it'd be like like it's like gig work. So I just help them with like a project through there. So like ten to like twenty hours a week. But it's only it's mo- it's only for students, so like they they know we're prioritizing like school over like whatever, uh, like work or whatever. But mm-hmm. that'll help me make make some money. That's good. That's good. Well, let's get into the news now. Hell yeah! A lot of shit happened while we were away. <laughs> 
So let's get into the big ones. We have a few stories that we want to talk about. First and most importantly, this happened last week. Um, broke on Monday, actually. Trump's Great Mar-a-Lago news. was not raided by the FBI, but they seized some documents um, that were apparently classified from Mar-a-Lago. Um, reportedly, some of them are nuclear like secrets that we don't even know about and that people don't even know that those documents exist, but apparently Trump somehow brought them to Mar-a-Lago. Um, <laughs> yeah. Funny enough, he asked them to bring them back. Yeah. He's like, bring them but, back and put them back in where you found them. But yeah, apparently the FBI asked Trump to return these. He said no, so they had no choice but to go in and like get them back. They asked them like twice, and so yeah. they chose like the least invasive option, but like there's not going to be a good ending with this like drama queen. Like he's going to make yeah, a big like, deal. Personally, like, personally, I wouldn't have given a fuck. I would have been like, I don't care if you get accidentally shot. Like we're going in, taking these documents. They should have done that. They should have just. Yeah, they should have killed full, him. They should have yeah. did a full actual like sweep. Feds yeah. did a sweep, but no, they like Feds did they, a sweep. <laughs> the fucking like secret uh, secret service like let them in, and they really just like walked in and mm-hmm. looked at the safe, and then like found it or whatever. Um, yeah, now, now apparently Trump is under investigation for espionage charges, which means he had the intention to give these documents, whatever they may be, to a foreign country, presumably Saudi Arabia, but we don't know. Think? What? Wait, who 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 guessed Saudi? Are you are you making that? Uh, oh, I'm I'm just assuming. I'm I'm not saying that that's what the that that's not what the news is reporting. They're just saying he's under investigation for espionage now among the countless other things that he's under investigation for i mean like i assume he was like i don't know holding that for like some of the reasons if for like money or to gain like political power or something like yeah that's who, he's who probably he using it as leverage to that be its value to it could be of value to anybody who wants like who wants to know how to build a nuclear weapon maybe or like where our nuclear weapons are or how they operate. It could be anything because it's just vague. It's just about nuclear weapons. So it could be anything yeah. about our weapons or whatever, yeah. or about another country's. So and like, like where our where our nuclear know. submarines are or anything like that, where our launch sites are, could be any of that. Like we don't definitely know. Definitely not Turkey. Definitely not Turkey. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think we removed those. That was from the fucking Cold War. But yeah, this this also I hope it opens the door to more war criminals elites in Washington D.C. being prosecuted and investigated by the FBI. That would be good. That should this shouldn't be an an exception to the rule. It should be the turning point because, mm-hmm. like we talked about John Bolton on the last episode, right? Like I think I think people like him should also be under investigation by the FBI for like the numerous numerous amounts of war crimes they committed george bush too barack obama too um just the amount of destruction they've caused in the world i think that should be investigated but i have my doubts no i don't think that's gonna happen i think it's just like that he had these documents and like they know he's being like petty like going against the status quo or whatever because from what i understand like it's kind of um uh, like a precedent to like allow the former president before you to still have access to some of these uh, documents, especially if they're already declassified. But these like were not. He like in his mind like declassified them, and that's the Fox News argument saying like, well, he said these are no longer classified and took them with him, blah blah blah. 
I was like, that's, that's not how that works. That's literally not how that um, works. <laughs> like, I don't think he's going to prosecute other people, but I, I think this is more of just, like, him being interruptive of, like, the, like, the status quo, like, what's always happened, um, because the, the parties are the same, and so he's kind of, I yeah. feel like, interrupting that. Not in a good way. I'm not saying he's, like, draining the swamp or anything, but it's more, like, like he's being, like, very annoying about, like, that shit, and, uh, I don't, I don't know. I don't know really what effects it'll have on like. I mean, Hollywood is going to come up to the polls anyway. But it, it's funny that now Fox News is like, we got to vote, or and then they're doing the thing where it's like, we should like riot, but I'm not saying to do violence or anything. Yeah. Not yet. <laughs> like, not, not until okay, we lose the election can we do. So that. what do you want them to do? You just want them to. You want Republicans to like vote harder or whatever. <laughs> and also, it's funny election. as fuck because like. The fucking um head of head of the FBI, the judge that approved the um they were all appointed the by warrant, Trump. They were all appointed by Trump. And all these guys are fucking like douchebag conservatives. Like they're not like rhinos or like yeah, like liberal leaning at all. They're fucking like far right dickwads. Yeah. So it's just funny close. as fuck to see this happen to him. Yeah. And it's it's crazy seeing the like the conservative reaction to this, not even knowing what the documents are. They're like, we're going to start a civil war. We are going to fight this political stunt by the, by Joe Biden. And I was like, this, this has nothing to do with that. That he like, I don't know. Like, the, I don't know the depth these people will stoop to support Trump, but we haven't found the bottom yet. You know, like, <sighs> and what right after the news came out, cause like they didn't even like announce this or whatever. Like Trump is the one who let people know that, they like raided his house, and he kind of fucking knew they were gonna do that. That's why he's no, he one hundred percent knew because his lawyers were there. Like you wouldn't, you wouldn't just bring your lawyers to Mar-a-Lago. And they kept asking his lawyers to like release the documents and shit, and they wouldn't or whatever. So yeah, but it's really funny that people like DeSantis are like really pissed about Trump's um like house being raided by the FBI, but he's the one who sent like fucking Gestapo to that um. That, uh, yeah, they pointed guns at like a doctor's children. children when she was yeah, reporting yeah, yeah. on COVID yeah. information. Yeah, she was like was... exposing. She was exposing that he was like hiding death counts and stuff like that. And then he yeah, sent yeah. He was, like he was, the police uh, to her house. Yeah, he was fucking with the numbers, and she was putting up the ruins. So like, seized her fucking like computer and shit, mm-hmm. and like had like the fucking like Nazis in there with like. Uh, he was doing. He was doing an Andrew Cuomo, but he like, he like sent the police to this person's house. Yeah, instead of the fucking nursing homes. Yeah. It's fucking insane. He's crazy, man. Yeah, but he's still a fucking loser. Yeah. L right. <clears throat> Yeah. I don't I understand. Don't think, I don't think he has enough swag to win a presidential election. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully this sends Trump to jail and then it opens the door for like everybody else who's ever had a hand in like war crimes or whatever to go to jail that would be my that would be my approach but i don't think that's what's gonna happen that's cool also i love how they bring up like he bring up like hunter Biden smoking crack on tv it's like yeah come on dog that's (laughs) it's not a federal crime it's not like he's like selling yeah yeah. (laughs) also also like bring up like hillary and talking about her emails like okay fine lock her bitch ass up too but like yeah. That's so long ago. Like no one gives a fuck about that. Why? Are and you also, the emails—the emails that Hillary had weren't classified information. That like, like her, she was smart enough to get rid of that stuff. But 
Trump just had it lying around in his house, in his like resort house. Yeah, Marlo. like obviously Hillary is guilty, but her ass like knew well enough to like, yeah. get rid of it. This motherfucker is just like wait, like sitting on the evidence. Yeah, it's like a smart criminal versus a buffoon. Like, <laughs> but yeah, that's that's what happened with Trump. We're awaiting more updates on that. Um, this next article is from JacobinMag.com. By the way, if you haven't subscribed, they're one of the only like leftist newspapers, Jacobin. So, yeah, we're not sponsored by them, but we would like to be. So, yeah. Yeah, they should have this. They should let us write an article. Yeah. But yeah, this is about the GOP's like full on slide into authoritarianism. So basically, Trump endorsed candidates, the article says, did very well in primaries in Michigan, Missouri and Arizona. So as you know, there were tr- there were primaries the last few weeks. Um, in addition to that, the Democratic Party is also supporting these candidates with donations and running ads for them using like the same strategy Claire McCaskill did when Josh Hawley eventually over overtook her and became senator there. So we know how that strategy works out. Um, Furthermore, since he left office, 200 Trump picks have won their primaries, while only 14 have lost. So it, it, would, it would be easy to write off Trump Republicans as an exception. However, it has become increasingly more evident that the Republican Party has fully embraced fascism. Um, and I, like the Democrats, for example, they love to talk about like, the like, reasonable Republican, whatever that means. But the, this That's is becoming increasingly more uncommon like you see liz cheney about to not exist anymore in congress like she's about to get voted out mitt romney might even get voted out i don't know if he's i don't know if he's still considered reasonable or not but a lot of these a lot of these like middle of the road republicans are becoming a thing of the past like the marjorie taylor greens and lauren boberts are becoming more common and everybody else is getting voted out but anyways, so this is scary for a multitude of reasons, but the most the most like urgent are Republican legislatures that are passing laws that make it legal to hit protesters with cars, um, calling CPS on parents of trans kids, removing discussions of historical effects of racial discrimination and putting targets on the backs of LGBT teachers. Um, all of these are reasons why this is a very concerning trend in the in politics, but also there's not a countermeasure to like balance that out. Like we only have a fascist party and a liberal party. We don't have a not socialist even liberal. Party. It's like liberal neo. It's like a you know liberal capitalist party. Like they don't really do anything to prevent fascists. Neoliberal party. There we go. But, yeah, I mean, clearly, like, they're doing more than just, like, trying to work hand-in-hand hand with these people. They're literally aiding them in their yeah, they're helping primaries. Um, and I guess part of the reason they're doing this is, like, because they think they can, like, beat out, like, the fascist candidates in, like, yeah. uh, in, like, elections. And that way they'll, like, put an end to, like, Trumpism or whatever the fuck they think they're fighting in these elections. But they, they're clearly going to fucking lose. Like, that's how things have been going. Yeah, these and, people don't uh, understand, like, how Republicans vote either. They don't vote based on their conscience. They look and see the R next to somebody's name, and they vote for that person. Like, they're not going to 
like look at their policy or whatever. Especially if Trump is like going on and on about vote for this person. Yeah. It's like they're they're like the vote blue no matter who people, but the entire party votes that way. You know, like they don't really care. Like there there's there may be a few that are like, okay, yeah, this guy's a little too far to the right for me, but they for the lar- for the most part don't care. And that's what's causing these people to win. And the Democrats are helping them. So it's a very disturbing trend that we have in our politics that's going to probably lead to the Democrats losing big in the midterms, um, largely by their I mean, own doing. Yeah, I mean, because the Democrats really aren't, like, addressing, like, anything at all, and they haven't fulfilled, like, any of the campaign promises that, like, the Biden admin made. But also, like, these Trump people, like, I guess, like, besides, like, the wall or whatever, like, they kind of are fulfilling some type of promises, like, yeah. The, I guess cuts. like the transphobia, the transphobia, like racism and like fear, quote unquote, or whatever, that some of these people in like these like um, in like these states feel. Because a lot of these, I think, are like probably like local, like state legislators, which mm-hmm. like actually can like make a difference in people's day to day lives. And that's how they're really fucking with like trans kids or like LGBTQ like professionals or whatever. Yeah, the yeah, the Republican so. Party does what they say they're gonna do. Like they don't like try to compromise with the Democrats. Meanwhile, Democrats I mean, are over here like maybe we can work with Republicans. Maybe they will see the reason in our arguments and they will want to work with us. That's not how it works. Like they, they they're not doing the same for y'all. So why would you try to like do the same do something for them that they're not willing to do for you, you know? Yeah, uh, I think they're hoping to crush out like Trumpism and get back like the George Bush type like Republicans. Which, like, Even to be then, fair, so I guess, like, they weren't, like, as, like, demonic, like, within our borders. Like, they were mostly, like, most of their evilness, like, well, that's not completely true. Most of their evilness, yeah. I guess, like, on, from, like, we saw was, like, um, beyond our borders, so that makes it okay or whatever. But, like, they're, they're most likely not going to beat these people. They haven't been beating them, and the, the polls are showing they're not going to beat them. They're going to definitely get swept in the fucking house and they'll probably lose the the Senate too. Yeah, cuz uh, the majority of people like they don't they don't see that like these people are fascists. They just see the Democrats are in power. They're not doing anything. So maybe the Republicans will actually get stuff done that will make the country better, which like we know, we know that's not true, right? But the majority of people don't really see it that way. You know? They they only see like there are two options, Democrat and Republican. And the Democrats aren't getting anything done, so let's try the Republicans now. You know, that's how that's how I think the majority of people see it. But that may be an over. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, like, they don't really get anything like meaningful done. But like, I guess a lot of these people, these voters, like, well, at least like our children are safe because there's like no more trans kids, or we're getting rid of like the. Yeah. What the fuck were they calling that? Um, groomers. Like get the groomers, but what was the? Um, the type of like teaching um uh oh critical race theory like getting oh yeah race theory and like what they call sure critical they, race theory yeah whatever the fuck that means for them i guess they don't even know what it means that word is lost um, all meaning. <laughs> yeah but like pretty much like winning this like sh- social war stuff in like their eyes and then doing like actual like material damage to like all of these people who they're yeah like coming for especially because trump because like some people like Trump's not homophobic. I mean, like, 
Kind of not, but like being transphobic is basically the same fucking thing. It's just not, yeah, not it's all as okay to be like homophobic. Well, not just that. It's like these people still don't like gay people, but like they need them within like their tent and it's like less socially acceptable. But it's still okay to be like, no, trans people are like weird and like they need to like be tallessent and blah, blah, and all this stuff. Yeah, they um, use these like meaningless culture war things like like a high school trans trans girl competing in sports to like distract from the material realities you know like that like the fact that billionaires are only getting richer they've gotten billions of dollars richer during the pandemic meanwhile the minimum wage federal minimum wage is still 725 people can't like make enough to like put food on their table but yeah that's i mean definitely like they don't really go fuck about women's sports but like even uh, they talk about it as like a social work thing, but then like when these people like we're talking about actually get elected to like state legislators, that's when they're able to like go full force with like once abortion is banned or once like gay marriage is banned, yeah. the state legislatures can already go through and like make sure it's banned throughout the state continuously. And so all these states nearby each other don't have all of these like pregnancy medicines now and like uh, like healthcare for like people who are like gay or trans or mm-hmm. um like a woman or someone who's pregnant or whatever. And now it's impossible for those people to like get anywhere or whatever, and they essentially just live in like uh, like dis- dis- dismay and like misery and stuff, as most people have been in like the fucking poverty that most of the country resides in. But yep. I think yeah, that's that's most of the point of like this because now it is having like real world effects. It's not just like um, whatever bullshit like CNN is talking about or worried about. Right, right. It's it's just sad. I don't know. People are like too caught up in culture war stuff and they don't really see that their their lives are being destroyed by it. That's it's pretty sad. But let's move to a more cheerful topic. Um how socialism makes summer better. This is another article from Jacobin. But I really liked this article. Um Basically, it goes and explains how socialist countries have made summer vacation better for their citizens over time. This isn't like these aren't like modern examples because <laughs> there aren't many social full on socialist countries to choose from now. But it's it shows how countries from the past and even some maybe some modern countries have made summer better and vacations at large better for their citizens. So I'm just going to paraphrase. Many Americans not only have to work in person, but also can't get time off from their jobs. U.S. employers are not required to provide workers with any vacation time at all. On top of that, the cost of hotels, flights, or summer camp for the kids are sources of stress at best and at worst, totally prohibitive. Many beaches and forests are privately owned or difficult to access. In much of the world, however, all beaches are public. French law prohibits private beaches, and the same is true not only in communist Cuba, but in Mexico and numerous other countries. So right off the bat, it shows how private ownership of land in America has contributed to making like vacations less accessible in, in America, but how also public ownership of beaches in like France and Cuba and Mexico and lots of other countries, not just those. Um, makes it a lot easier for people to just have fun and go go like go to the beach you know (laughs) but it continues the popular front government 
worked with the railway companies to offer affordable affordable vacation packages for working class families. The Communist Metal Workers Union bought land and established a campground for members. Summer vacation had political crossover appeal to conservatives as a pro-family measure. Workers would have time to go see elderly grandparents in faraway villages, or a breadwinning father could enjoy leisure time with his children. So this is an Eastern Bloc country, uh, former USSR, popular front government. So they basically worked with railway companies to subsidize vacation for workers because they, unlike America, realized that workers also need vacation time to enjoy like to live fulfilling lives and to be more productive in the workplace so going on during the same period the communist world also took summer vacation seriously long before any other industrialized nations the soviet union's labor code obligated employers to provide two weeks of paid vacation the 1936 soviet constitution specifically included a right to rest so Another another instance of leftist governments being pretty based um, in terms of vacation. I don't think a lot of workers here get guaranteed two two weeks off at least. Um, Fuck no. But yeah, <laughs> I know yeah, I don't. Like months in advance. Wait, you yeah. don't? I get like I think I get one. I'm actually not sure. I think I get one week off though. One and a half, one week. But yeah. And including a right to rest in your constitution, that is pretty awesome too. Like, it 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 hammers home the fact that your your that your purpose as a citizen is not just to work, but you also have other things as well. Yeah, you it should be with family. You should be like relaxing and yeah, not working all year and stuff. Yeah, and uh, it continues. To that end, the Eastern Bloc communist countries not only provided the time off, but invested in affordable affordable vacation spots for workers. In the late 1930s, the government increased spending on resorts, health camps, campgrounds, and other vacation spots, including spas. Some of these affordable activities, such as volleyball or mushroom hunting, whew, <laughs> the family, the family seaside more. vacation on the Adriatic coast was a central feature of life in Yugoslavia, as was tourism. The area, especially this this area, especially Croatia, is still a popular travel destination, and its infrastructure as a vacation spot was made possible by massive investment under President Josip Broz Tito. Long live Tito. Long live Tito. <laughs> Bulgaria also invested heavily in much celebrated resorts. So, yo, we need to start saying that shit. A right to rest. Yeah, we need to start propagandizing right that shit. I, I would, I would. I don't know a single person who wouldn't support something like this, like investing in resorts, vacation spots, forests, recreation. I mean, like, I think we already like have all that, at least in America. It's just like all privatized. No, like making it publicly problem. owned. I mean, yeah, like publicly oh, yeah, owned yeah, yeah, beaches yeah. or like resorts. I mean, that's our, we need it publicly owned, not fucking uh, privatized. Dude, imagine, imagine going like, 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 for example, when I went on the cruise, I had the drink package and it was all free. But I would love to do that completely for free if I went to a resort, you know, like just go there for free, stay there, get the drink package for free. <laughs> yeah. That would be awesome, man. Free drink, yeah. free sitting, free sitting. Let's go. Yeah. That would be sick. 
And then it continues, to that end, the Soviet government offered bus trips or group tours by boat or bike along the coast of the Black Sea with stops in various coastal towns or along the Volga River. Soviets welcomed the opportunity for pleasure. One traveler commented, the vistas and landscapes of the beautiful Volga constantly changing before our gaze develop our aesthetic appreciation of nature and provide much joy to the spirit. The spas were seen as a venue for casual hookups, <laughs> with the resort oh, affair yeah. a widely accepted adventure, even for married people, according to the person who wrote this article. But yeah, that would so be... Was this written by Jacobin? Yeah, this is on jacobin.com. But yeah, it's that would be so nice, man, if the government like invested in vacation like infrastructure. I don't know what you call it, but... Just the ability to go on vacation for free with like a minimum of two weeks time off. Oh, and by the way, this is a large reason why Europe now guarantees like a month of paid vacation to the to their workers. Like, so this this whole this whole thing right here. But yeah, this is this is crazy. What like unionization and what like a government that backs the rights of workers can do, you know? Because, like, as as humans, our purpose isn't only to work. It's also to, like, have good lives and happy lives. And we need a government who does that. And this is what a government that does that looks like. But, yeah, it continues. While overnight camp is a luxury good in the United States with an average cost of $450 per day and rising, Soviet and East European communist governments offered thousands of free summer camps for teens and preteens. Socialist and communist groups in France also organized camps for the youth. A few governments still subsidize overnight camp, including China, Russia, and Greece. So, again, like, summer camp can be pretty expensive for a lot of families here when you don't have a place to, like, send your child over the summer where they can grow and develop, um, build character. But Mm. Soviet countries did that for free. Like, they were able to somehow... Not somehow, they they just did it, but sent kids to summer camp. And that's like, that's like where a lot of your character gets built and stuff like that early on as a teen or a kid. So I can attest to that because I, I went to summer camp. Um, yeah. What was it, from like 2011 to 2015, like 16? Uh, mm. Or maybe it was 2010 from... Them. But yeah, it was free though because it, it was diabetes camp. But I can definitely test that. I made a lot of. I, I grew a lot as a as a team there and made a lot of good friends and stuff. It's actually where I built like some of my confidence because that's where I like. I got like my first like um like date for the dance there and I, like <laughs> asked her out and stuff, and so I, like uplifted my confidence and shit. Um, so stuff like that teams definitely need, and not just stuck in the house and shit. Um. But also, like, I think a very important point is just more than, like, the right to, like, rest, but also the right to, like, small material goods. So, like, um, not only being, like, able to, like, have a place of, like, a roof over your head and, like, being able to pay for food and, like, a good job and, like, health care, but also, like, the right to, like, be able to, like, buy, like, light goods to, like, buy, like, Starbucks or being able to buy, like, an iPad or ps5 or like airpods or like have a nice dinner or whatever people should be able to like um should be able to live that too because that also is like what makes people happy because people aren't just like 
yeah, people work for like a greater purpose and for their family and whatnot. And like all humans do that and they want to like achieve stuff. But also people do want like small goods. And it's not always it's not always like vacation. Sometimes it's not always Starbucks, it's like other things. Um, like being able to send their kids to camp or uh, them being able to like go for a hike or whatever. It's on different scales, but all of these things should be um, accessible to people in like a better world, a better society. Yeah, and like contrary to what the capitalist uh, power structure would have you believe, your life is more than just going to work and going home and then getting a paycheck at the end of the week. It's also spending time with your family, spending time with your friends, going out to bars, going out to clubs, going on vacation, going to camp, oh, yeah. drinking, going on drinking, casual drinking, hookups drugs. in the uh, in drinking, the sauna drugs, at the, at the whatever drugs, drinking, the resort. Drugs, drinking, sex. <laughs> it's all that stuff. It's it's, it's much more that. than just working in a coal mine nine to five. But yeah, yeah, that's... sitting at your desk desk until nine to five, even if you're not doing shit. Yeah, you as a oh. worker deserve to have fun just as much, if not more so, than your boss does. So yeah, fuck your boss. Yeah, fuck your boss. Fuck your landlord. Fuck your boss. Fuck the billionaires. Fuck, fuck the government. But yeah, that's. That's just a little insight into what um, vacation time would look like under a socialist country. Looks a lot better than it does now, for sure. But, yeah, that's that's that article. Summer of Socialism 2022. And with summer coming to an end, maybe we can have one next summer. Maybe we can have Summer of Socialism 2023. That'd be cool. Maybe one day. Yeah. Summer is over. Isn't that a Drake song? Yeah, summer's over. Now I gotta listen to it after this. That should be that should be the outro song for this episode. Plug it. Yeah, but yeah, that's all I had. I think, I think that's it then. Yeah. All right. All right, LFI gang, Islanders, liberals of Fantasy Island. We will see you on the next episode. Peace. Bye. How do I... Show. Sure.